0: This is the Come Up Steps to Success Podcast with your hosts, James Lawson and Courtney Stephen. What's going on, everybody? This is Courtney Stephen back with another episode of the Come Up Podcast. This week, I'm giving you the uncut recording from my last keynote presentation at St. Gregory Public School in Etobicoke. Now, they brought me in to talk about anti-bullying, but, you know, I, I it's been a long time since I feel like I've been bullied, so I, I didn't really want to just come in and do the same thing that people always talk about, you know, go go talk to your teachers, you know, how to, how to disengage in the situation and stuff like that. I felt like more getting to the root of the issue and talking about why people actually decide to engage in these behaviors. So it's not necessarily about bullying. Well, on the surface, it is, it is of course, but... There's something in here for everybody. This is more about finding your purpose, having a vision that's clear enough to not get caught up in the everyday nonsense of the drama and just focus on building, growing and getting better. All right. So, you know, you can expect to hear things about, you know, your limitless potential, the capacity that you have than that the, the greatest lie that we were ever told about what we can and what we can't do and you know about life being the dash you know something I, I got from dame dash and just other other interesting things but you know enough about what it's about why don't you just take it in all right all right all right i don't know about you but if i walk in a room and somebody gives me an introduction i at least expect to get a couple of claps can i get some claps It's still early, so I'm going to have to inject a little life into the room, guys. But I, I don't want to startle you when I start off, but I'm-, I'm here to tell y'all a big secret. All right. I'm here to tell y'all a secret. And you got to trust me, OK? All of us have been lied to. Yup, yup. Listen, 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 listen. This is important stuff. This is important stuff. All of us have been lied to, all right? Today, today I'm going to debunk the myth, though. I'm going to show you guys what the real world looks like. I'm going to show you guys what you should really be thinking, all right? Because people who are close to us, people who care about us, people who love us, they've been, they've been kind of leading us astray by accident because they don't know any better, right? There's, there's something I heard recently where somebody said, everybody is always doing their best. But it's just that sometimes we don't know any better, right? So it's not, always, it's not always our fault when we're not doing the things that we should be doing. So that's why today I'm going to talk to you about what really matters, okay? Sometimes we think we know what matters. I'm going to tell you what really matters, all right? So I call, this, I call this the can-do conspiracy. The can-do conspiracy. A lot of times we're not exactly sure what we can and can't do. And I'm not talking about following the rules. Everybody got to follow rules. Rules are good. Believe it or not, rules are good. You know, when your mom tells you, hey, hey make your bed before you leave the house. You know, like, there's a reason for that. And, and it's good. If you do it, good things happen. Trust me. If you don't do it, bad things happen. Trust me. But that's not what I'm talking about. This thing in here, what's inside here? Yeah, you got a skull. What's inside your skull? Right. Your brain, your brain. Do you know the human brain is the most powerful thing on the planet? Yes, yours, yours, your brain. The thing inside your head. This is the most powerful tool on the whole entire planet. But... As we grow up, we get older and we start to learn stuff about the world and we start to figure out things. We meet people, talk to people, have conversations. We experience these moments where we start to forget how powerful this is. Now, the can-do conspiracy, it's it's one of these things where people tell you what you can do. But when someone tells you what you can do or what you should do, kind of indirectly, they're telling you what you can't do. And as you get older and older and older and you start to realize what you can do, you forget how limitless this is. You forget about all the potential in here. You forget that your imagination is limitless. Hit that for me. So you might be asking yourself at this time, like, you're over here talking about conspiracy theories. You're talking about you know, mental power, brain power, talking about dreams. Like, what does this have to do with getting bullied, right? Because at the end of the day, we're here to talk about real issues, stuff that we're going through, stuff that I went through and still go through, stuff that you guys are living through. This is a real issue everywhere. Here, around the corner, down the street, across the country, around the world. Why do people get bullied? Does anybody anybody have any uh, ideas? Put your hand up if you think you know. Why do people get bullied? Because of how they look? yep. Okay. They don't have enough self-confidence. They might not have self-confidence? Um, if the bully is jealous of them. Jealousy? The bully just has a problem maybe like in their life and they have to get rid of it somewhere. The bully might have a problem in their life and they got to get rid of it somewhere. You know what? I like, I like that. You know why? You know why? These are all good answers. These are all good answers. But let me tell you something about bullying. You don't get bullied because of what's going on in your life. You get bullied because of what's going on in someone else's life. All right. So we can talk about symptoms and we can talk about, you know, how that we can treat these little situations of when this happens, you tell your teacher. Right. That's right. But I'm not talking about reacting. I'm talking about preventative measures. All right. If you don't want your house to burn down, then don't leave the the stove on and go to sleep. Common sense? All right, so if you don't want people to be bullying each other, then you got to set things up so that people are not bullies. Now, like I told you, this, what is this? It's your brain. It's the most powerful tool in the planet. Don't forget it. Because when you start to forget all of the great things that you can do, you start focusing on all of the great things that other people are doing, and you get jealous. What do my friends say? Hit that for me, my man. Life's the dash. What does that mean? Life's the dash. You see, you see. I was born in 1989. All right, October 27th, 12:03 a.m. 1989. Right now, it's it's 2019. How old does that make me? 30 years old, baby. Not yet, though. (laughs) Not yet. Still 29. But if we're talking about how, how limitless our potential can be, and we're talking about all the great things we can accomplish, and we're talking about, you know, dreaming, making dreams come to real life, and we're talking about bullying, then really what a bully is is somebody who's lost track of the fact that life is just the dash. From that day when you're born... So whenever it is that we go, because we're we're all living things, guys, we like the sooner you realize this, the more you're going to take advantage of every single day. All you have is the dash. Life is made up of moments. Right now, this is a moment. My job in this moment is to capitalize. I may never see any of you again. So while I'm here in this moment, I make the most of it. I have to be myself. I have to be fearless. I have to be able to give you my experience in a little cup like this so you can take it with you. And hopefully this moment sticks in your brain and helps you think different. Because when you forget how limitless your possibilities are, then you start to focus on stuff that's not important. I'm here to talk about what's really important. Remember the first slide, it said what's really important? What's really important? Hit that for me. So if life is the dash... Then the first lie that we were told was, is that when people ask us, what do you want to be when you get older? When someone asks you what you want to be, inside of that question, they're telling you that you have to become something. I'm here to tell you today that you don't have to become anything because you are something right now. And when you lose sight of the fact that you already are enough right now, you start looking outside of you for things to validate who you are. If you were nobody, when you looked in the mirror, what would you see? Nothing. I guarantee you, you look in the mirror, you see two eyes looking right back at you. You don't have to become anything. You are something. So it's not about what do you want to become. It's not about hitting a finish line. Life is the dash, life is the journey. It's about the process. It's about growing. It's about dreaming. It's about having a mission. It's about having a vision. It's about living by values. You understand? But we forget how limitless this is. And we start thinking about how can I fit into a box? Hmm. These people who are around here who all day they teach you stuff, yes, they're teachers. They're not just teachers. When they leave this building, they're not teachers anymore. They're parents. They're community members. They're mentors. It's not about what you can become. It's about who you can become. All right? So like I said, life is about moments. In any one moment, your life can change. And a matter of fact, moments in the past, sometimes we call them memories. We have memories... And we have moments that we forget. But every moment is significant. So when you lose sight of the fact that you're on a journey, then you don't capitalize on each moment. Like right now, if you're daydreaming, you're not capitalizing on this moment. Because guess what? In 45 minutes, I'm going to walk out that door you're never going to see me again. And it's gone. You missed it. If you want to capitalize on moments, you got to be present you got to be here, eyes, ears, here. Pay attention. You might learn something. My job is to come in here, tell you about my life, spread it out on the table, and let you pick what you need. Because I understand that I'm on a journey. You guys are on my journey right now. Life is the dash. Right here on this long timeline, there's a little dot. That's where we're at. But every moment counts. Even when you're walking down the hall and you see that person who's standing there by themselves, ain't got no friends. You know they ain't got no friends. They know they ain't got no friends. You look each other in the eye and you don't say anything, that was a moment. You might forget about that moment. You're going to go home, do your thing, normal. You're going to forget about that moment. But just because you forgot about that moment, it doesn't mean that they will. See, moments happen whether you remember them or not. So that's why I'm here to tell you, every moment is significant. Life is only about moments. And I'm going to tell you how to capitalize on every moment going forward. Because look, this is limitless. But you can't forget that. You can't forget that. So there's three ways that you can capitalize on every moment. This is my my formula to success. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. You're probably sitting here like, yo, this guy got a lot of energy. Why he's he so excited to be here? Listen, I sat in your seat. I sat in your seat, cross legs. I used to be able to sit like that. <laughs> I sat in your seat. I remember when I was there, I used to dream a lot. I used to dream a lot. When I grew up, I, know, I don't know if you saw a few slides back, that was a picture of me. I was like seven years old, leaning on the water fountain, right? Little afro, just a little kid who just liked to play basketball and, and hang out with his friends, Right? Yeah, I got bullied. Who did it? Who did it? But it didn't have anything to do with me and what was inside of my head and what my capabilities were and what my potential was. It had nothing to do with me. And it wasn't until I realized that that I was able to deal with that. Right? Because at first I didn't really have a mission. A mission is a purpose. Right? Do any of you guys have goals? Put your hand up if you have goals. See, we're going to talk about goals today, but goals is a very general term. Goals is a very general term. Me, as I got older, I started to develop a mission, a purpose. Why? And I'm going to get into that a little bit more, and I'm going to tell you the different ways that you can look at your purpose, because having a purpose is the thing that is going to fuel you to get up every day and have this kind of energy. That's what it takes. Because if this is limitless and my, and my body and my actions are moving lazy, lazy and limitless don't match up. So now when what's going on inside and what's going on outside don't match up, I feel, I feel like something's wrong. That's when I start looking at other people and I'm seeing them being happy and I'm seeing them doing their thing and I get jealous. But whose fault is it? Is it their fault? Is it their fault? No, the problem is that me, myself, I got to understand what my mission is. And if I don't understand what my mission is, then, then I got to, uh, bro, I'm giving you the cue. <laughs> then I got to look at my life. I got to look at my life and understand what my mission is. So I'm going to tell you a little story. I've been playing football 21 years. Yeah, long time. How many of y'all 21? so. Thought so. <laughs> Thought so. I've been playing football 21 years. This will be my 22nd season of football. That is a long time. But the only reason why I've been able to make it this long is because somewhere along that journey, I I started playing when I was about eight years old. I started taking it real serious at about 11 or 12. Somewhere along that journey, I realized that far before I had the goal of playing pro football, playing college football, I realized that where I was living at, In the environment that I was in, with the people that I was around, I wanted more. I wanted more. I didn't want to struggle. I didn't want to live the same lifestyle that I lived when I was 8, 10, 12. I wanted more. I saw it on TV. I was dreaming of it. It was around. But I knew no one was going to come down and give it to me. How many times a year Christmas come around? Once. What's the best gift you ever got? What's the best gift you ever got at Christmas? Hockey stick, computer, computer. What? What's the best gift you ever got at Christmas? Awesome Matthews T-shirt. Awesome, that's that's sick. Awesome Matthews T-shirt. That's cool. What you? What about you? My phone. Your phone? A phone? This is amazing. What's what else? What's the best thing you got at Christmas? <laughs> okay, I like it. Now check this out though. Check this out though. If those if those gifts are the best gifts that you ever got in Christmas, then think about how amazing it would feel if you gave yourself a whole new life. What would you do with a new life? If you didn't have to if you didn't have to wake up in the morning and go to school, what would you do? What would what would be some of the things that you would want to do? Put your hand up. Hold on. Put your hand up. You play on your Xbox. What would you do? You we would what? Meet new people what would you do? If you could do anything any, all day long, what would you do? Play Fortnite. Hey, it's true. But now listen to me. Listen to me. Pay attention. You guys talk about the gifts that you got, material things. But what you really want is you want the freedom to be able to do the things that make you happy. Right? Some of these tools, they help make you happy, right? But at the end of the day, it's not them. It's not... It's not the act the actual item that makes you happy it's the ability to do what you want to do that makes you happy you want to play video games you got an xbox that's going to help you play video games right it's about do setting yourself up for success so for me i knew that i wanted to in my mission was to leave brampton and go somewhere far away where i could make a lot of money and i could help my family so that we could live a little bit better i wanted to live a better life i wanted to be free i wanted to have time freedom I wanted to have friends in high places. I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. My mission was to live a better life. So that's why I started playing football. And when I was playing football and I was training, I, was, I would know that some days things got really tough. I would have to go to the gym. I would have to wake up super early, 6 o'clock in the morning, jog all the way down to the football field. I would have to go to the hill at Chincouzi Park in Brampton, run up and down this hill. I would have to lift weights. I have to eat, eat protein shakes that tasted disgusting. I have to do all these things because what I wanted, it wasn't, it wasn't an Xbox, it wasn't a t-shirt, it was a life, a lifestyle. But I wouldn't have been able to get there if I didn't have a mission or the fuel or the passion to get me there, all right? So you got to ask yourself, what is your why? What is your purpose? You're either going to have something that's pushing you, something that you're trying to get away from, or you're going to have something that's pulling you. Something that's pulling you up closer. Those are the only two types of purposes that you can have. Positive and negative. Are you running to something or are you running away from something? Now, you you always going to have this energy inside you, but if you don't think about it and understand it, then that's when it starts to come out in negative ways. Like I said, when the inside and the outside don't match, you forget how limitless this is. You get confused, you get frustrated, you get jealous, you get angry, you take it out on someone else. So that's why you got to sit down and think like what do I want? What is it about my life that I would change? Do I want to be able to do certain things? Do I look at my parents and see things that I like? See things that I don't like? Who do I who do I want to be? Not what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? What does success look like for me? This is important. This is important. So things that, things that push you, it's like adversity, right? You go outside, you forget to bring your gloves. It's negative 10 degrees outside. That weather is pushing you back in the house. Yeah. You go to school, you got a test. You weren't prepared for the test. Stress. That's a situation that you want to get out of, right? But adversity is good because in that moment right there, if you can bottle that up, that energy is going to help you work harder and treat people better and do the things that you need to do to get to where you want to go. Like I said, you need to have a mission. If there's nothing burning you inside, then you're not going to have the fuel to leave where you're at and go where you want to go. Without that fuel, then you lose focus. You forget how limitless this is. and You start treating other people bad because you think they're the reason. Or if other people start treating you bad and you think that you're the reason, it's because you don't understand this concept either. It's not about them, it's about you. You got to focus on yourself, understand what are your goals, what is your mission, what do you want to do, what's pushing you, what is the thing that you hate? Don't believe what they tell you, don't believe the hype, you don't have to become anything, you are already something, you are something powerful, and the only thing in life that you could ever ask for is an opportunity to use your full potential. Use your full potential. When I was a little kid, I knew that I had something inside of me, but I wasn't sure what it was. I always had energy when we went out there and we would play football, I would run hard. And when everybody would get tired and I would be tired, my legs are dying, I would just keep running. I would just keep running. And I was running, I was running, I was running, I was running and running and trying to catch an opportunity. Because all you could ever ask for is an opportunity. An opportunity to give yourself the greatest gift that you could ever have, right? Is the choice to make your life amazing. But you're never going to get that opportunity on Christmas Day. It's not going to come down the chimney. It's not going to be in a stocking. It's not going to be wrapped up in a box. Opportunity, it doesn't look like what you think it looks like. Sometimes you got to go through the adversity to get the fuel so that you got enough energy to get there. Right? Like, for example, I wanted to play pro football. I wanted to play college football. I'll tell you a little story first. So I'm in high school. I've already been working out training for a lot of years. And now I'm in the 12th grade, and you know after the 12th grade, you go to college, right? And so by this time, you're hoping that you've made enough plays on the field, that you've, you've wowed the crowd, that you've lifted enough weights, that you ran enough sprints. That some scout at some school somewhere across the country is going to give you a phone call and say, hey, son, I saw you play that last game. And you had three touchdowns. And you made six tackles. And uh, we'd really love for you to come out to uh, such and such university. And and we're going to give you a full scholarship to come out here and do that. Would you love to come? You know, I had dreams about that conversation. I had dreams about that conversation. I used to write things down on my wall, put them next to my light switch. You got to run that 4440. You got to broad jump 10 feet. You got to bench press 225 times 10. You got to run that 6, 6 8, 7, 3 cone drill. I wrote all my goals down, what I had to do. I knew it. I wrote those goals down, put them next to my light switch. Every time I turned the lights off, turned the lights on, I would see what I got to do. I had that mission. I took a little piece of paper. I wrote 30 when you go to sleep, 30 when you wake up. I taped it to my ceiling. So I could do push-ups every single day because I was on a mission. On a mission. I wanted it. Bad. So now I'm at the end of grade 12. I had, I had shoeboxes full of letters from all kinds of schools. Big schools, little schools, U.S. schools, Canadian schools. I'm talking about the big ones. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Laureate, Western, Ottawa, UBC. Letters, letters, letters from all these schools. I'm working hard. My, my vision's getting clearer. But then at the end of, the end of grade 12, after everything's said and done, the school year comes to an end. And all these people who were saying, you know, we like you, we like you, we like you, they told me that eh, we just don't got room for you, though. So while I'm on this mission and I'm doing everything right, or like I said in the beginning, I'm doing everything I think I'm doing everything right. We're doing the best we can at any given point in time. People are only doing the best that they can. But it's not working out for me. So I'm faced with this decision now. What do I do? Do I quit right here? Because as the story goes, this is a logical end to the story. If this was a movie, this would probably be the last scene. But when you're on a mission, you understand that it's a journey and not a destination. Just because I didn't get a certain outcome, it doesn't mean that I'm a different person. I was still driven. I still had to wake up every day and work on my craft as if I did when I was still waiting on that goal to come true. Because when you hit when you hit a roadblock, that's not the end of the road unless you say it is. When adversity happens to you, that's not going to defeat you unless you let it. Sometimes you got to understand that things don't happen on your time. They happen at the right time. So. I went to Wilfrid Laurier University, a school that actually said, you know what? Come out here. We're not going to give you a full scholarship, but we'll let you play football. And I said, great. That's all I need. Opportunity. Because I got fire. I got, I got something in here. I got a mission. I'm on a mission. And if I come to your school, coach, I'm going to be the best football player you've ever seen in your entire life. Promise. You know why? I'm on a mission. And they said, all right, great. So, a moment A moment can fuel your mission. And that moment when I didn't get my scholarship coming out of high school became the spark that fueled everything that you see right here. There was, of course, moments that led up to that. You know, little little tiny embers burning in the fire. But when that ball of flame exploded, I became a whole different level of motivated. That, that adversity, going through that pain, that, that setback, that set off a whole different chain reaction of lifestyle moves that I made that put me right where I am today. Now, I've been playing football professionally for seven years. How do you go from being a kid who didn't have any scholarship offers to now being a seven-year pro who just signed a brand new contract? Well, I'll tell you, it's because when I deal with adversity, when people look at me and say, you're not good enough, my response is, you just don't know who I am. You don't know who I am. And that's not your fault. And I'm not mad at you for that. But I'd like to thank you for putting a little more fuel in my fire. Because moments fuel the mission. Moments will fuel your mission. Some people will forget about these moments. But if you remember them and you use them the right way, then these moments will fuel your mission to go on and do way bigger and better things. So, like I said, I hit that roadblock. I didn't necessarily know where I was going to go from there. But only time can clarify your vision. So if your mission is your why, your vision is your what. So you got to understand what you're going to do to help you become who you want to become. Because at the end of the day... Success looks different for all of us. Not all of you guys want to play football. What do some of you guys want to do when you, when you uh, go, get older as a profession? How do you want to earn a living? Hockey. 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 Your hand wasn't up. Hockey. Is this a hockey school? Soccer. Okay, so you guys want to play sports? That's how you guys want to earn a living? You want to play sports? Okay, here's a better question. Who do you guys want to be when you get older? A billionaire. A lawyer? lawyer? Conor McGregor. Okay. So, here's my question. I'm I'm going to explain this to you and then I'll ask you this again at the end. The person you are is all of the habits and the behaviors and the values that you have. It is not... What you have, it is who you are. So that's why I'm saying we all been lied to. When I ask you guys who you want to be, you're telling me about the things that you want to have, right? And it's not your fault. This is the same lie that I bought. This is the same lie that I bought. Until I realized that after working through some things, experimenting, trying things, that it wasn't about what I was going to become. It was about who I was going to become. How many days are in a year? 365. If you use every single day for the next 10 years, I'll still be ahead of you in this game of life because I'm just that old. But you will have a lot more clarity on what it will take for you to become who you need to become. Now, right now, if you know kind of what direction you want to go in, that's awesome. That's awesome. But let me tell you this. When I went to university, I started out with a, with a business, going down a business route. And I changed my degree, and I went down a communication studies route. And I changed my degree, and then I went down a psychology route. And then I ended up playing professional football, and now I work in marketing. So if you know what you want to do right now, that's great. But guess what? Life is a journey, not a destination. So in 3,650 days from now, if you still don't feel like you know for sure what you really want to do, that's awesome because you got nothing but time. And it's not about the destination. It's about who you become on that journey. When, when I went up against those roadblocks and they say, hey, sorry, son, but you're not necessarily good enough to be on our team right now. You know what that did? That just taught me how to be resilient. That just taught me how to be creative. That just taught me how to look on the other side of the coin. I'll show you some of the things that I did. I started a clothing company. I used to sell CDs in high school, shovel driveways. I tried network marketing. I worked at Foot Locker. Yeah, I worked at Foot Locker. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Look, I did a thousand different things before I got up here on this stage. And I had the experiences that I needed to be able to tell you how to get here a little bit faster. You see, and like I told you, life is about moments. This moment right here is only possible because of all of those moments over there. You can't lose sight of that. Because in here you have unlimited creativity, but in in order to be able to tap into it, you have to keep trying things. You have to keep testing things. You have to keep working on your vision and learning. So... When when we talk about investing, people really think about money. But there's a difference between moments and money. You see, if I invest some money or if I spend some money, for that matter, you spend something, you don't get it back. You invest something, it comes back a little bit bigger. So if I invested some money, it'd be nice. Maybe I get 5% return. You know, it comes back to me. I get 10 bucks. I turn it into 10 bucks, 5 cents. You know what I mean? That'd be awesome. But you can spend money and then get more money back. The difference is when you spend a moment, it's gone. So with 3,650 days from now, whether you're doing something with them or not, they're going to go. And that's the cool thing about time. It just passes. That was a moment. We didn't do anything with it. It's gone. We can't get it back. So this is how life works. When you're given certain moments, they come. You have to make a choice. What am I going to do with this moment? If you have a mission, then you're going to have the the motivation to figure out what you want to do with this moment. If you have the vision, then you got the plan on how you're going to execute this moment. So there's steps to it. You start out with the purpose, then you get a little bit of direction, and then eventually you'll be able to have a chance to find the finish line. But You'll never be able to walk this journey of life and capitalize on all your moments unless you find some time finding your focus. Take some time finding your focus. What is it that is going to help you become who you need to be? All right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Values. Values are who you are. There's certain things I'm just not willing to compromise. I'm not a liar. I don't cheat. I play fair. I love my family. I put them first. I'm trying my best to always be on time and be somebody who's accountable. And if I say something, I'm going to do it. These are my values. So when people were asking me when I was younger, what did you want to be? They had me thinking about this box. Box. And how, that, how I could play this certain role that people say, you got, you got about 10, 15, 25 different roles that you could pick, you know, just go through this pamphlet, flip through, we'll show you the classes you got to take, and then you can take one of these roles, right? It's like you're on an assembly line, just, oh, oh, assembly line, lawyer line, doctor line, janitor line, car salesman line. But at the end of the day, like I told you, these are not teachers, these are human beings with families, lives, experiences, they've been through moments, if you talk to them, they'll tell you about all different kinds of stuff because they've all done different things in their lives. But the thing is, you are not what you do. It's about who you are. And if you live by values, if you live by values, then you will only have, then and only then you will have the endurance to make it down that journey to your vision, accomplish the mission. So it takes all three Instead of what do you want to be, you got to think about, one more time for me, dog. You got to think about who you want to be. Who you want to be. What kind of values do you think are important? Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you guys, what kind of values do you think are important to have as a person who is successful? What, what kind of values do successful people have? Family, Family values? Absolutely. Kindness, that is a great value. Treat people well. Friends, treat your friends well, right? Good influences around you. Compassion. Empathy. What's that? Talent? Yeah. How will you use your talent though? Will you use your talent to build other people up or will you use your talent to make other people feel like they don't have any? That's a, good, that's a good point. These are all values. Humility. I like that. Humility. That means that no matter how high I rise, my job is not to point out the space between me and you. My job is to reach down and show you how you can get up here with me. You understand? So that's the difference of becoming something and becoming someone. Right? Right? You already are something. This is limitless. They lied to us. But I'm telling you, if you, got, if you got values and you know where you're heading, then you're going to be able to figure out who you are. So as I'm getting near to the end of my time, I want you guys to ask yourselves when you go home, who are you? Who do you want to be? What is your mission? What's pushing you? What's pulling you? What kind of difference do you want to make? If you got a big box with a with a nice wrapping paper on it, a little bow, and it was the best gift you ever got in your life and you ripped it open, what would be inside? Make sure that you're always being yourself. It's easy to be yourself. If you try to if you see yourself trying to fit in, then you're not being yourself. Authenticity is easy. Anywhere I go, I can be like this and I know that I'm going to be okay with it because I'm not playing a role. I don't have paper up here because I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you things from my life, from moments I've experienced. Authenticity is easy. Now, adversity, adversity is hard. But guess what? The number one thing my football coach told me when I got to the pros, he told me, hey, gentlemen, now you see we're trying to go to the Grey Cup. And it's a crapshoot. It's probabilities. There's nothing that's guaranteed except adversity. There is nothing in life that is guaranteed except adversity. We're all going to go through it. We've been going through it. We'll continue to go through it. But if you're on a mission, you got a purpose, you got goals, you got a vision, you live by values, that's your best shot at success. And when you reach the goal, don't forget, your job now is to bring someone else with you. So be yourself. Nobody else can be you. Nobody. Nobody can be you. So I guess at the end I got to ask you guys, why do most successful people treat others well? Well, that's a rhetorical question. I'm going to give you the answer. Successful people treat others well because they understand your success does not threaten my success. Your success does not threaten my success. And my success does not threaten your success. As a matter of fact, if we all do better, then we all do better. And the person who takes time to pull somebody else down is not capitalizing on their moment. So who do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who's so focused on somebody else's grind, somebody else's hustle, that you're going to take time out of your day to pull them down? Because then we're all just sitting at ground, ground floor, level one. Not making no progress. That's not the life I want to live. When I open up my box, I don't want to see a bunch of other people in there. I want to excel. So I put myself around people who are going to raise me up. And I'm going to do things that's going to motivate the people next to me. And I'm going to make my family proud. I'm going to make myself proud. So why do most successful people treat others well? Because you never know who's going to do what. You couldn't look at me when I was eight years old and say this is what I was going to become. You can say, I believe in you. You could do whatever you want. But you didn't know. Only I knew what was inside of here. I saw this moment. Remember, I told you there's moments that come and moments that pass. You may remember them. You may not. Every moment is significant. And if you want it and if you dream it and if you think about it, and if you stay focused on it and if you got a mission and if you focus on the vision, you live by values. Eventually, you reach the point where you can say, I did what I said I was gonna do. And nobody sits up home at night daydreaming about pulling somebody else down or making somebody else feel bad. Because only hurt people hurt people. Let's build each other up. Is that something that we could all get behind? Is that something we could agree on? Are we gonna build each other up? Does your success threaten my success? Does my success threaten your success? So then why not build each other up? Mission, vision, and values. That's the name of the game, guys. That's the name of the game. Just remember, life is the dash. That's all you got. You're born. One day, we're all going to die. What are you going to do in between? What are you going to do in between? That's my time. Thank you.